Hello there, boxing fans around the world. Thank you for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight for another episode of Boxing News Today. We're going to start the show off with a show uh, everyone's expecting taking place over in England. Savannah Marshall uh, takes on Femke Hermans. It's been moved, though, to April 2nd in Newcastle. Savannah, the silent assassin, Marshall's defense of her WBO world female middleweight title against former WBO world champion Femke Hermans has moved to Saturday, 2nd of April, and will headline an all-action event airing live and exclusively in the UK on Sky Sports. The show, previously scheduled for March, will be a co-promotion with Western Boxing and take place at Newcastle Utilita Arena, which in October hosted Marshall's stunning second-round stoppage of Lolita Musea. That win maintained Marshall's undefeated record, extended her run of stoppage wins to seven, and kept the WBO World Championship belt around her waist. Earlier this month, Marshall was in Cardiff to watch bitter rival Clarissa Shields defend her World Championship titles against Irma Kozin by unanimous decision. When the American star exited the ring, she and Marshall became embroiled in a war of words, raising tensions between the two to fever pitch. Marshall must now ensure she defeats the dangerous Hermans, who's 12-3 and with five knockouts, the current EBU European female champion, to set up on the most long-awaited showdowns in recent memory and the biggest fight in the history of women's professional boxing. Belgium's Hermans is tough and experienced, who previously took Shields the distance when she challenged her for the unified WBA, WBC, and IBF world female middleweight titles in 2018, and will be hoping to secure a rematch if she can beat Marshall in Newcastle. Elsewhere, we see that Archie Sharp is fixed on a title fight with Shakur Stevenson after his probellum deal. Number one contender Archie Sharp is hoping to turn up the heat on Shakur Stevenson with the help of his new promoter, Pro Bellum. The 26-year-old super featherweight has made no secret of his desire to take on U.S. star Stevenson, who holds the WBO title and is tipped to become a multi-weight champion. But the unbeaten Sharp, 21-0 with nine knockouts, is convinced he would be too smart for his American rival, and he has enlisted the expertise of Pro Bellum, a global promotion and media company, to secure a shot at Stevenson. Sharp is number one in the rankings, so he should be next in line for a shot at the WBO belt and wants to be at ringside for Stevenson's unification clash with Oscar Valdez on April 30th in Las Vegas to bang the drum for a UK versus US showdown later this year. I'm seeing that more and more often these days, and I think you are too. Speaking of Pro Bellum, Pro Bellum and Lou DiBella announce a landmark deal. Pro Bellum is thrilled to announce a major strategic partnership with Boxing Hall of Fame promoter Lou DiBella and his company, DiBella Entertainment. The strategic partnership will see Pro Bellum, a global promotion and media company that launched last year, and the legendary DiBella collaborate on a number of fronts in a bid to further, sh to further their shared vision of advancing the sport of boxing. This will include co-promotional activities around key fighters in the DiBella Entertainment stable, support for grassroots boxing in the United States, and the continued growth of Pro Bellum's international network of co-promotional partners. Sounds a lot like what we're doing. Said uh, Richard Schaefer, president of Pro Bellum, today is a landmark day for Pro Bellum. I am delighted to be able to formally announce our strategic partnership deal with the great Lou DiBella. Lou and I have known and worked together for many years 
and his influence and reputation in boxing needs little explanation. He has led great change in the past and alongside the excellent team we are building at ProBellum, I have every confidence that we'll be able to create a new era for our sport. Said Ludabella, boxing has to change. For too long, self-interest and politics have got in the way of what the fighters and the fans really want, the best against the best in locations around the world. And I think you've all heard me say that time and time again. He continued, I've been very vocal about the need to transform our sport, and I'm so pleased to have found people who share that vision and are taking significant steps to make that a reality. Good for them, let's see what happens. All right, elsewhere, Mark Reyes Jr. makes anticipated return on the Islam versus Kelly undercard has been announced. To take place at the White Sands Event Center in Plant City, Florida on the February 25th, that's this coming weekend, Hard-hitting welterweight sensation, Mark Reyes Jr., 14-1 with 12 knockouts, looks to bounce back from his only defeat in a 10-round fight on the undercard of Islam versus Kelly. Reyes' fight is part of a 12-bout card taking place this Friday, as I said, down in Plant City, Florida. Reyes is a 25-year-old native of Tampa, Florida, who most recently uh, faced Janelson Bocachita on Showbox. The all-action fighter lost via majority decision but many felt that Reyes Jr. deserved the nod. Reyes was originally slated to face a tough challenge in Kendo Castaneda, but the native of San Antonio, Texas, was forced to pull out due to illness. Reyes will nevertheless make his return to the ring this Friday, and his opponent will be announced in due course. Elsewhere, we see that uh, hmm, Josh Taylor's plan to move up the weight class. If he beats Jack Catterall. Let's have a look here. Josh Taylor will defend his undisputed lightweight championship belts, his WBA, WBC, WBO, and IBF belts against Jack Catterall this Saturday at the SSE Hydro Arena in Glasgow, Scotland. Taylor will be making his first defense of his titles on home soil in a venue that will be packed with fans cheering on the Tartan Tornado. In May of last year, Taylor traveled to the United States to face the then undefeated Jose Carlos Ramirez for the four most important titles of boxing governing bodies. Taylor won by unanimous decision and became the top fighter in the division, as well as one of the best pound-for-pound -pound fighters uh, around the world. The 31-year-old Scott will make his third, division, third defense of the WBA belt, which he won in, the, in October 2019 by defeating Regis Proges. On the other side, Catterall is a 28-year-old Brit who is undefeated and earned the right to fight for the championship. He is a southpaw like the champion, who can be an important character who can be an important, which can, sorry, he is Southpaw, like the champion, which can be an important characteristic for the strategy of the fight. This week, there will be different promotion activities, and on Friday will be the official weigh-in. Taylor has 18 wins and 13 knockouts, while Catterall has 26 wins and 13 knockouts. If successful, Taylor plans to move up to 147 pounds after demonstrating his greatness in the super lightweight division, thanks to a memorable victory over uh, Regis Progress, as well as Victor Postel and Jose Ramirez. There are several attractive opponents that await him at 147 pounds, as we all know. Terence Crawford, Jordanus Yugas, and Errol Spence, to name a few. We are the current dominant fighters at welterweight, and Taylor has a desire to prove himself there in the near future. He said, I'd like to go up to 147 and become a two-weight world champion. Chase has some of those... Uh, 
chase, chase some of those big names, massive fights. That's what I want to do. Hopefully, I'll become undisputed welterweight world champion in the near future. This is one of my goals for 2022. It is definitely something very possible. In uh, big news on the executive front, Philip, Phil Button has formed a partnership with Golden Boy Promotions. It sheds new light on the ongoing saga of Oscar De La Hoya. Golden Boy is proud to announce today that leading sports and entertainment powerhouse Philip Button and his company, 7XV Ventures, will have formed a new partner, 7XV, will spearhead all of Oscar De La Hoya's production projects and field all Golden Boy sponsorship, branding, and corporate partnerships. Button previously served as an agent for Oscar De La Hoya while SVP of Global Sports and Entertainment at William Morris Endeavor, that's WME, and has a proven track record of representing global personalities, successfully securing brand deals, and developing and producing projects with high-profile production companies. Button was also an executive producer of STX Entertainment's $150 million global box office hit, The Foreigner, starring Jackie Chan and Pierce Brosnan, and directed by Martin Campbell. With over 15 years of experience as an agent and executive in sports and entertainment, Button will also explore new business ventures and investments on behalf of the 20-year-old company founded by the 10-time world champion in six different weight divisions and the 1992 Olympic gold medalist Oscar De La Hoya. Said Oscar De La Hoya, I have known Philip Button for over a decade and trusted him with my career while he was at WME. Philip has vast knowledge and experience in the industry and has secured high-profile deals across entertainment, media, and sports. Having him as a producing partner now with Golden Boy is a full-circle moment for us both, and I know that together we'll build an empire. Congratulations to them both, and let's see what happens. Finally, today, Mark the Bazooka DeLuca signs with Waymaker Management. Middleweight contender Mark the Bazooka DeLuca. 28-2 with 16 knockouts, has signed an exclusive managerial agreement with Waymaker Management. Boxing is in DeLuca's blood as he's been training since the age of three. He went on to win three national championships as an amateur boxer before turning pro in 2007. After quickly compiling six wins, he joined the United States Marine Corps in 2008. DeLuca's boxing career was put on pause while he was serving his country and deployed to Afghanistan in 2011. In 2014, DeLuca returned to the ring and improved his record to 21-0 with 13 knockouts, capturing the IBA world title and NABA title. The, the first blemish in, in his record was a controversial split decision loss to the contender season two star Walter Wright, 16-4 with eight knockouts in 2018. DeLuca, however, avenged that defeat, winning the rematch by a clear uh, cut unanimous decision. After that, DeLuca went on to dominate Jimmy Williams, who was 16-1-1 at the time, and Brandon Brewer, who was 21-1. Uh, in 2020, DeLuca earned a shot against former IVF world champion Kel Brook, as we all know, who's now 38-2 with 26 knockouts in the United Kingdom. Although DeLuca came up short in the Brook fight, he subsequently obtained four straight victories. DeLuca is currently rated in the top 10 in the U.S. and is looking to make a big statement this year by challenging one of the top names in boxing. Waymaker's, Waymaker Management's founder, Artie DePino, said, We're excited to have the opportunity to work with Mark. He's one of the biggest names in New England. 
and we are ready to show the world what he's capable of. We're looking forward to some tremendous opportunities on the horizon. I bet they are indeed. And I thank you for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight. I look forward to seeing you again later on. And uh, remember to make uh, like, share, and subscribe, and hit that notification bell. And as I said, we'll see you tomorrow. And I look forward to knuckle up, knuckle up at four with Mike Orr and Cedric Ben, who's in the den.